So long-term care in Ontario is going to continue to be a big issue. Yesterday, the province said, we're moving ahead and charging people who are blocking hospital beds for active care patients. There's a big difference between an active care patient and a potential long-term care patient. But the dread that families feel, the hard conversation in any circumstance with aging parents or spouses or relatives is when that right time is. And there's no doubt there's a little bit of intimidation, the idea that your relative or loved one could be moved to a home a long way away from where maybe their primary caregiver would or could live. It's a complicated conversation. We have it on Toronto Today right now. Let me start here. Long-term care uh, got more attention yesterday because things are relatively finalized with what's going to happen in the province of Ontario. And if you didn't see, they've provinces settled on a fee starting in November of what patients could face if they refuse to move to a home out of acute care emergency rooms. I go back to a call I heard on John Oakley's show a few weeks ago, um, and that term bed blocker doesn't sound like a nice term. My parents uh, used to, we used to watch Hockey Night in Canada, and my dad would say, I don't like that term shut-ins. The, the, broad, the play-by-play broadcaster would say hello to people in shut-ins. And uh, at the time, you're thinking, who are those people? Like, uh, you know, what's the story? Can they just not leave? Can they not be trusted to leave? Is this a psychiatric facility of some sort? Is this about your physical ability to leave? Didn't like that term. And bed blockers is a term that many people are looking at right now and saying, well, that sounds insensitive. But there are scenarios, and I heard John's show documented, where people just won't leave acute care. And what can you do? We're not in the mode of forcibly removing people from hospital beds. Not in a scenario where that bed, in essence, is free to the uh, patron. We pay taxes. So this this is all taxpayer-funded health care. Free health care is something I will try never to use again. I think I just did. But I'll try never to use it again because I don't think it's something we should brag about around the world now. We've seen that in the last two and a half years. Our system has some benefits. It has some notable flaws. But hospital patients that are awaiting spots in long-term care, the province announced yesterday, will be moved to nursing homes not of their choice if they are quote-unquote bed blockers. And starting on November 20th, a couple months from now, hospitals will be required. It's not going to be a choice. Hospitals are going to require patients who have been discharged by their doctor and won't move to a home a daily fee of $400. It's a nice round number, isn't it? You got an even number at the start, two zeros at the back. And there's a lot of people upset about this. Look, there is no easy way to age. There's no easy way to talk about long-term care and its pros and and its cons. Our family went through this as documented with my father-in-law who was in long-term care for the better part of two years. And he passed away five or six weeks ago. And we've had, um, you know, we, we've had so many conversations, so much, so many people reach out and so many people in uh, in our family circle make the point that uh, he was so well taken care of there. And my mother-in-law, a, a, a freaking heroine to visit and be there as often as she was able to be. And she would drive 15 kilometers across the city, 15 kilometers from South London to West London, in, in essence, because of the top three or four homes that came available 
for uh, my father-in-law when the time was was certainly right. There's no doubt about it. It was right. Um, that was that was the home that came up. That's where the wheel stopped and and spun on. But she was driving 15 minutes, and like it, it it's a wearying drive to do that five six days a week. But the priority was to see him every single day. The priority was to help take care of him every single day. He was getting good care. But when you see the, you know, the, the, the worker to patient ratio, when you see what needs to be done for meals, when you see what needs to be done for um, some of the hygienic issues, or just plain getting somebody outside and getting fresh air, making sure they're not getting too much fresh air when the humid X is 43 degrees, there's a balance. And the idea of moving someone 150 kilometers away is rather stark. And I don't like two things about this. I don't like this policy at all. I think there is some insensitivity towards it. Now, I'm going to explain why it feels necessary to do. And it wouldn't be necessary if we were able to have mature conversations about our health care. But we're just not. We just aren't, or at least the decision makers aren't seeming they're capable of doing that. So I think it's easy for the liberals and NDP to dig in on this policy. It feels a little cruel. And one of the opposition critics yesterday did suggest people will die sooner. There's no other way to say it. People will die sooner. People won't be seen as often if you move someone 70 kilometers away in southern Ontario. And in northern Ontario, this is so laughable. I know there's fewer facilities, so there may be fewer needs. But in northern Ontario, you can move the uh, hospital patient waiting for a long-term care bed of his or her choosing 150 kilometers away. And in southern Ontario, it's only 70. What, you know, you you can't, do, do people in northern Ontario fly? Like, I mean, like, do they have a cape? Are, Are they Clark Kent? no. So it'll take that much longer in you know often more difficult conditions at a certain time of year to do just that. Sylvia Jones yesterday, and I want to talk about her for a couple minutes, uh, said this about the flat fee of $400. And I'm not sure I would have answered this question, but there was no stopping her. How'd you come up with $400? The $400 was really a conversation about making sure that it is a consistent dollar value. Um, As I said, we have hospitals and there is quite a range right now. So we wanted to make sure that there was a consistency in place. We chose the $400 because we believe it is enough of a concern for people to have those challenging conversations with the placement coordinators to make the effort as a family to have the conversations about where do we want our loved one as they travel through their next journey. Oh, they're taking a journey, all right. 150 kilometers away from family or 70 kilometers away. It is a journey. There's no doubt about that. Minister Jones has that right. Well done. Now, she also made the point that uh, many of these choices are difficult. Look, there's conversations that are not easy, that are challenging. I was in on these conversations with my amazing wife and my amazing brother-in-law and my amazing uh, mother-in-law about my father-in-law. Of course they're challenging. Of course you question yourself. Of course you second guess. I don't think now when uh, it's all said and done, we would have done very much differently, if anything differently. But here's one example that Jones points out of the challenging conversation you have to have. 
What is more important? Do you want to have the your loved one close to you so that you can visit on a regular basis? Or is it more important for your loved one, because perhaps they have dementia, to have care offered in their first language? These are the conversations that are literally going to go on one one family by one family through the hospital system. And it will take time, but we want to make sure that the patient's needs are looked after. So those are the conversations that are literally going to go on. I'm glad they're not figuratively going to go on. That's a nightmare to hear that clip. And again, I understand um, there's a tone and a uh, expressiveness with Sylvia Jones that I don't know befits a health minister. I don't know that there's enough of a bedside manner. I think we had it with Christine Elliott. I don't think we have it here. I think we had it with Anita Anand when she was health, or Patty Idu when she was health minister. I don't think we have it federally with Jean-Yves Duclos. I think you have to sound a certain way. I think you have to have a certain amount of empathy with your expression, and I'm not sure we have that there. But how does that sound to you? Getting taken care of in long-term care while your mental faculties are starting to slip away in a different language. In a, you could only speak English and you're going to a long-term care home where the uh, caretakers and uh, healthcare support workers only speak French. You can't exactly grab, the, you know, take a Rosetta Stone course late in your life. And when you're starting to forget the basics of life as well, pretty impossible to pull that off. What are your thoughts on this? And again, these are conversations are happening because we won't consider any other form of health care. And these are the problems that we're going to have. We can't just pour money down a toilet when it comes to health care. But try telling the provincial liberals and especially the provincial NDP that you're just banging on a door with nobody answering.